We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back. Hello, my good man. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the DNBA show. That's where you hit the air. There we go. There we go. Uh, we are presented by Bet365. My goodness. Never ordinary. Use the code DNVR365 when you sign up and download the Bet365 app. I haven't hosted the show in a while. I'm a little rusty. It's been a minute. You are on All-Star break. I was. I was on All-Star break. the rest break. of the NBA. I think it's allowed. Coming off President's Day. Oh, what a glorious day that was. I'm uh, Harrison, Harrison Win. That's Andre Simone. <laughs> How'd you celebrate President's Day, Andre? I worked like the true hardworking American that I am. I made good content for the good people. And I enjoyed the lack of traffic. President's mm. Day... The true gift for me was that the the commute was much easier because there's not people on the roads getting their kids from school and stuff. I mean, I think that's that's a pretty astute observation. <laughs> Thanks, man. Less that's why traffic. you had me on for yeah. this hard-hitting analysis I bring to the table. Uh, some of the fellas are still out for All-Star break. I'm back, though. Back you in are. the lab, ready to go. Nuggets you have are, a practice man. this afternoon. Wow. We're doing this show, and then I'm going to Ball Arena for practice. Jeez, man. I was a little surprised by that. I feel like usually they take another day off before they start practice. Is this a sign that they're they're ready to get back to the grind? That this is where it really matters, Harrison. The second half of the regular season. It might be. It might be. You know, they've got the Wizards on Thursday at Ball Arena. That's you know, right. The mighty Washington Wizards. That's right. Yeah, the Fighting Cubs. Yeah, Let's as Nikola Jokic attempts to. Clinch a triple-double against every team in the NBA. The Wizards are the only one that still remains. Okay. But I, I do wonder if the three-game losing streak heading into the All-Star break maybe pushed Michael Malone to have practice today so. instead of having the first practice tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe. Just a thought. I think so, too. Um, it is a later practice, though. Like, they never practice at 5 p.m., you know? Mm. Nuggets practice is always at 11 or so. Yeah, that's an interesting way to get back on track. Yoke will be in attendance? I don't know. Colin Gillespie, the two All-Star uh, Week uh, <laughs> attendees? Could, Do they get you, extra time? <laughs> could you imagine? Because I could see this if Michael Malone's like, we wanted to give you know Yoke an extra day. Yeah. Uh, he was busy doing All-Star Week and stuff. Could you imagine Colin if also Colin <laughs> also gets an extra day off? That was a great shtick. You have you have a lot of great shticks online. That was a great shtick that yeah. you consistently mentioned. Colin <laughs> with Yoke as the two attendees. Just stating facts. Totally, Nuggets man. had two all-star it's, representatives. It's, it's so true. We I call know. Jokic and Colin Gillespie, who uh, played in the G League Point all-star game. Facts, right. Well, we got a lot to talk about on today's show. Oh, We're going to so recap much. all-star weekend. A hot rumor dropped. Yes. Some company put out this video of Nikola Jokic talking about potentially teaming up with Luka Doncic. Oh my god. That set the internet on fire. Let's go. We're going to talk about if that is at all a possibility or if it's just total bullshit. Also, <laughs> nice. what are the top Nuggets stretch run storylines? I've yeah. got a bunch yeah. that I'm going to throw at you. We're going to talk about it and I might drop some wind chimes along the way. Oh my gosh, I love this. Let's get into All-Star Weekend, though. Please. It feels like nobody enjoyed All-Star Weekend. Yeah. The fans watching, everybody yeah. on Twitter just complaining the whole time, rightfully so. Mm -hmm. The media in attendance was just complaining about how cold it was the whole time. <laughs> Ugh. And, and for the record, 
don't tell anybody, but I actually agree with them. We should Whoa. have it in warm weather Whoa. cities. Oh, no, Harrison. Yeah, sorry. Harrison. Sorry. Big market It's beautiful energy. in Denver right now. It's beautiful. It, it is. It's Might be the best weather in the world today. Yeah. Better weather here average in, than in Indianapolis, I would guess. Well, yeah, I mean, Indianapolis, come on, guys. There's a reason they love hoops. They got to be indoors at all times. But one of the few people who it looked like did enjoy All-Star Weekend was Nikola Jokic. He's such a vibe. What and aura? The biggest storyline pertaining to the Nuggets to come out of All-Star Weekend was that it was the Jokic and Luka bromance it was. that reached new heights. It, it felt was. like over the weekend, these two guys, we knew they were friends. We knew they were very close friends. Yes, yes. But they were inseparable over the course of All-Star Weekend at practice, pulling each other's change in, chain in the media session mm -hmm. during the games. You could see the chemistry. And, and we'll get to, you know, the potential trade in a yeah. little bit. But what's your take on this friendship between these two guys? Gosh, not since Kyrie and KD have we seen two guys vibe this way on an all-star weekend and it well be, they, they, uh, those guys are fake friends these guys are real friends that's true that's true fair enough and i mean there's some big big baltic uh big baltic they're just two big guys from the baltics who enjoy ball who have some of i mean certainly of this generation probably of any generation two of the highest iq basketball players ever they're uh up there. and you know like uh as a foreigner myself, who's lived in the States now more than half my life, you know, you, you just bond differently when you live in the state, when you live in a foreign country with other people who, like you, are in the same situation, maybe going through the same stuff. It was, uh, it was fun to follow along on socials in an otherwise very uh, uneventful All-Star Week. Right. This is the top storyline because there was nothing eventful oh, that no happened doubt. during the game. No doubt. How much do you read into this? I, there's a lot there, obviously. We know that, you know, Yoke is friendly with all the Balkan guys. Yeah. yeah. Anytime one of those dudes comes into town, a lot of the time they're over at his house mm -hmm. for dinner the night before. Mm -hmm. They're hanging out with each other's families. I mean, there is a Balkan connection that is very yeah, strong in the time. NBA. There is a big Balkan fraternity mm -hmm. that's in the NBA, and we see that all the time when those guys come to town or when... Nicola goes to them with him and Luca though. It seems like, you know, he's friendly with everybody, but then it's him and Luca, you know, like they really do seem like best friends to me, man. Yeah. It's they really true. do. You see Jokic every single day. I mean, how much is he vibing like that with just his normal teammates? He, he does vibe with those guys close to that level, mm -hmm. but maybe it feels different with Luca because those two are, you know, all world talents. And it might be a little different than him vibing that way with Nikola Vucevic. Yeah. Who yeah. is another one of his closest friends in the league. But I, I think it just speaks to the Balkan connection. Um, you know, like Yoke definitely has a lot of pride for being from that area, from being oh, from Serbia. Dude. You saw when he put together his all European starting lineup. <laughs> He just picked five guys from former Yugoslavia That's from, right. from that area. He sure I mean, did. Everybody made a big deal about him leaving out Giannis. Well, Dame also left out Giannis in his starting uh, five. I don't know if you noticed that. Giannis not. But it was clear what he was doing there. But him and Luca's relationship, man, it just it seems like it's at another level potentially. They they seem like they uh they're like brothers, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like um and I guess we kind of knew that, but this seemed like things it. almost took him to, to yeah. another level. Also, I will say, Luca to me, seems in such a better place than he was last year. Like Yoke's, Just with Dallas, you're saying? In, in life. Mm. I think last year was a really tough year, and behind the scenes, there was stuff going on with, uh, you know, like him and his mother in a lawsuit against each other oh, over that's like right his branding a really bad season for the mavs too yeah. and like the they missed the playoffs they tanked out of the right play they tanked out of the playoff i mean and what was it the offseason prior the halbro vulgaris uh right a lot of shake up in the front and office. all that new coach he seems in a really good place that um jj reddick pod interview he did he just seemed like he's in a different kind of 
maturity step. And I mean, it's what makes Jokic great is Jokic always comes off like that. Yeah. That and he's in a great place. He has a great perspective mm -hmm. on life. He's able to enjoy the things that matter, which are like people and not take himself too seriously. You know? And Luca also just had a daughter. So they've got that connection. That's a, that's a huge too. part of the bond. Both yeah, have, for sure. you know, young daughters. For sure. And I mean, they've just gone through a way different path than, you know, I mean, these superstar American guys can relate over being phenoms from the time they were 13 and the AAU circuit and like yeah. playing ball constantly all the summer and the all-star games and all this and coming up through college and maybe the shady shit you have to go through with that. While Luca and Yoke's story is similar to each other where they had to leave home early to go to in other cities in Europe and like try to play for top professional clubs and playing with grown men as just teenagers and yeah. and that transition, then moving to the States, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's a great point. We do have some highlights from all, the All-Star game. Cannot wait. Some best of Nikola Jokic from the All-Star game. Because like I said, didn't seem like anybody there or watching had fun, mm -hmm. but it's... <laughs> did seem like he found a way to have some fun at the all-star game. Do we have those, Kale? Can we go to them? This might be the best fast break in the history of basketball. I don't know if you saw this, Andre. You like this one, huh? Yoke and Luca going back and forth, and then the quick dump off to uh, SGA. The it's cleanest fast break in the history great. of basketball. Should the Nuggets be doing this more on the break? Well, I mean, you know, one of my things is NBA <laughs> players don't know how to run fast breaks. I mean, that's a great. If point. that was the Nuggets, that's that that would have been a pull up three. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> what have they done to the game we loved? Yeah. I think we also have a Jokic dunk. There was some uh, some some Jokic rim rattling. In this game, too. What, what was there, though? He, he gets the steal and uh, goes in for the tomahawk. No, he lays it in. <laughs> yeah, just no lift. He wasn't. That, that A-plus lift doesn't show up for the All-Star game. He's saving that. <laughs> uh, I think we do have one more. It came at the very end of the game. And um, I believe he did get uh, hand-to-rim contact on, on that one, too. I think he yeah. actually did convert the dunk on this one. On this almost. Oh, no, this is the, the almost uh, alley. -oop. No, this is not that. This is uh, the backdoor cut he made. So, you know, everybody oh, everybody yeah. talks about yeah. how it's this true. is fake basketball. Nobody's right. taking this game seriously. This is a two-time <laughs> MVP trying to execute a perfect yep. backdoor cut. Basketball 101. Right. And instead, what's happening? AD underhand scoop to cat for just a disgusting yeah. uh three-point shot not in rhythm at all way behind the three-point what i see here is somebody taking the all-star game seriously and uh nine other guys not great call by you harrison great call yeah. by you on this uh the other clip i uh did want to go to oh yeah here's anthony davis looking off Jokic wide open under the rim again disgusting. just you know trying to play the right way and yep. uh nobody's <laughs> giving him the ball there <laughs> right that's true uh, oh. The other clip I wanted to go to was Larry Bird talking about Nikola Jokic. Yes. yes. And um, we don't hear a lot from Larry Bird anymore. No, we don't. Ever since he kind of stepped back from his duties with the Pacers yep. several years ago, he's been in the shadows. Hear from him every now and then, maybe mm -hmm. a quote or, or something. We've definitely never heard him talk about Jokic. And it was one of the quotes, one of the interviews that I've been waiting for. Like, that would be a dream interview. Larry Bird on Nikola Jokic. Yes, that would be. A guy that Jokic has been comp to, a guy he plays like. Let's hear what Larry Bird had to say about Jokic. This is from play TNT. Jokic. I would love to play against him. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. He's yeah. good, right? He's good. There's so many great centers over the history of our game. Uh-huh. Man, is he good. I just hope he stays healthy and able to continue to do what he does because he is fun to watch. Uh-huh. Probably yeah. more so than by the league. It used to be that when the Golden State was healthy, they were really fun to watch. Now I switched over to Denver. He makes that whole thing go. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't he be fun to play with? Oh, man. So, the first of all, the best part of that is the... Mm -hmm. well, he just got such a big smile yeah there. that alone the first second of that where birds like 
Mm -hmm. That was enough for me. When I heard that, I was like, all right, respect. Mm -hmm. Then Larry Bird says, I would love to play against that guy. Yeah, yeah. which is so classic Bird. That like gave me chills because Larry Bird's such a competitor. Like he, of course, he wants to play against him. Yeah. Of course, he'd want to play with him, but against him was cool. And um, yeah, it just seems like you know well, Bird's a Jokic guy, and gave him the unsurprisingly seems like the best funnest guy for him to watch in the league. Um, he says there's been a lot of great centers in our league, and then he stops himself to kind of say where he thinks Yoke ranks. Yeah, but already that, I mean, to him, he's an all-time great center and his favorite guy to watch in the in the NBA. Pretty crazy. Is there anybody that you want to hear talk about Jokic that you never have? Like one of the greats, we've oh, never heard. Man. You know, Jordan on Jokic. You know, we've never heard. Um, have we ever heard Kareem on Jokic? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think so. Yeah. But Bird was one of them for me. I would like to hear from a lot of the great big men who we've you heard. Know, Elijah one. Elijah one said right. he's Elijah the one a couple of years of ago. Um, great passing bigs. I'm sure there's some Bill Walton quotes, and I'm sure Arvidas Sabonis has talked on him. Those yeah. are guys who I'd be interested. You know, I mean, uh, Vlade. I'm sure Vlade's talked on on Jokic, but that'd be another guy I'd be really interested in. You know. That's the guys that, you know, the the passing big man, those were the guys before Jokic completely evolved that into a whole different deal. Yeah. All right, let's hit a break. Coming back from this break, though, I want to talk about the Luka potential trade to Denver. Is there anything there, or is it just kind of Jokic joking around? And uh, then I'm going to go into the top Nugget storylines that I'm watching for Yes, over the course of Denver's stretch run which you know starts on thursday against the wizards love it guys first though i am so excited about this because this is the first show i've done since these guys have come on board you can see it right here right in front of us i might crack one of these right now that actually sounds like a marvelous idea miller light miller light look it's the weather's beautiful outside i was driving i was driving into the office today it's six degrees out it's like, man, crazy. I want to be sitting on a in a park, like outside somewhere, yes. drinking yes. a Miller Light. Uh, it's perfect for any occasion, from holiday gatherings to office parties, conversations with the boys about sports. Uh, Miller Light is a great beer, and you know, sometimes, like I love craft brew, but like sometimes I just want something a little lighter. Nice little light beer, nothing yeah. like it. I want something that I can really drink. Miller Lite is absolutely that. You know, yeah. like thinking back to my my previous life, mm. college, mm. years after college, when I'm really getting after it, I'm getting after it with a beer like That's Miller Lite. That's a great call right yeah. there. Yeah, so nice and crisp, so refreshing. You guys know where to get Miller Lite, really anywhere uh, where beer is sold. Miller Lite, great taste, 96 calories. Go to MillerLite.com slash DNVR, MillerLite.com slash DNVR. If you go to that link, you can find delivery options near you. So you can be drinking Miller Lite and then be getting it delivered at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, you can pick it up pretty much anywhere where beer is sold. Tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. I just opened up the fridge Yeah. when I walked into the office today. That's good vibes. I was going to get a uh, Olipop and then... Uh, which you did. There's just, which I did, but then there's just a full fridge of Miller Lite now. Yeah, it's not bad, man. It's not bad at all. We live, uh, we live pretty lucky lives. Also, Bet365, the presenting sponsor of this show. Never ordinary. Use code DNVR365 when you sign up. I was on the Bet365 app earlier today mm -hmm. looking at some lines, and the Nuggets are heavy favorites over the Wizards, unsurprisingly, yeah, on, yeah. Uh, on Thursday. Double-digit favorites, I believe. Yep. That should be a game that uh, Denver gets. They're 15-point favorites. Will I take a 15-point line? Probably not, but should be a comfortable win for Denver. Gosh, it better be. Download minus the, uh, 150 the 365 app. Oh, he is. Yeah. That's the favorite. Like a shift right now. I don't remember him being that heavy of a favorite. It shifted when uh, MB had the surgery. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Or the sense. procedure yep, yep, or yep. the flap, whatever they called it. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> been number one since yeah. then. Yeah. 
Guys, download the Bet365 app. Use code DNBR365. Must be 21 plus and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, we're back here on the DNBR Nuggets podcast. Harrison Wynn and Andre Simone presented by Bet365 Never Ordinary. So, Nikola Jokic, after the All-Star game, talking to the media, he got asked a question in Serbian. Mm-hmm about if he could ever see himself playing with Luka Doncic. And he answered it very, like, honestly, I felt like. And, you know, we know this with Yoke from over the years. Sometimes he lets stuff slip in Serbian that he wouldn't say in English. But classic, classic. Friend of the show, our guy, Miroslav, Serbian uh, corner host, he translated it for me. And, you know, Yoke said pretty much that I would be open to playing with Luka Except it's got to be in Denver. No, I'm not yep. going somewhere else to play he with him. He made the point of if he's unhappy in Dallas or if he wants to leave Dallas, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And also that if Luca got pissed off in Dallas, he could come to Denver. What was your initial reaction to it in terms of how like legit did you take it? Um. When I first heard it, I thought, whoa, that's kind of crazy. When I saw the video, I was like, okay, open to it. What's he going to say? Since then, though, thinking about it more, yeah, I kind of think you went one slip in Serbian, right? You've been on the trade machine. I, You've probably yeah, been on I there. Mean, you know, you might have opened uh, it up a little bit. There are ways that make sense for this. I mean, Harrison, I think maybe it was with you. I remember doing a pre-lottery podcast where there was, you know, like a, a fractional decimal chance of the Nuggets winning that lottery. And I was already imagining Luka with Jokic, you know, yeah. I mean, so the, like, the Nuggets were the, you know, 14th in the they were, lottery odds. They were. And, yeah. This is so. This is just returning to an old phase of my life. I can dream. I can dream all the time. Yeah. Would this be good basketball wise? I mean, yes. Like I have seen some people that have come out and said like Luca and Jokic wouldn't be a good fit on the court. No, that's like, silly. are you are you crazy, man? That's like, silly. They'd score every single time. That's silly. That pick be, and roll would be it, illegal. It, it would break the league. Like yeah. like this would rival the greatest duos in NBA history. I think mm-hmm. the Kobe's and Shaq's, the Pippins and George, like LeBron and D Wade. This would rival those guys. This would be a more offensively skewed duo than those, if you ask me. It, like, it, I mean, it, you're taking the two in. best offensive players <laughs> yeah. and putting them on the court together. Yeah, it's just too much size, skill, vision, passing, IQ uh, in the pick and roll, in the half court to, I mean, they'd just be devastating. Yeah. So I think it would be incredible. It would break basketball. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Luca has two years, 90 million left on his contract. He just signed an extension in 2022. None of that really matters, though, we know. If he wants out, right, he can just request out and that will happen. The Mavs, we were talking about this a little earlier. They seem more stable now than they were last year. They do. They're a bit down in the Western Conference, mostly because the West is so good. It's loaded, especially at the uh, top. But they got P.J. Washington at the trade deadline. That was a good acquisition for them. They got Daniel Gafford, a backup center, too. They have a better team than they did last year. Yeah. But I just don't think they're necessarily primed for a deep playoff run or anything. I just no, don't think they have the horses. I don't trust Kyrie Irving. Kyrie's like played in half the games this season too. That's another thing with them. But all that being said, I don't think this is a hundred percent bullshit. And I also saw a lot of people on, when that video came out that we put out that said, Oh, Jokic is, is just joking around. I think he might be, you know, just sure, sure. being lighthearted, like being his usual self. But I don't think it's 100% fake. Like, I think there is some real stuff here. If Luca did ask out, yeah, I think, you know, the Lakers is of the world. The Miamis of the sure, world would be sure. on his list. But I also think Denver would be under consideration. Um, But how could it not be? I if this does happen, I don't want it to happen for a couple more years. Why is that? I want the Nuggets to have a like pre Kevin Durant Warriors 
type of run. It's a good point. Where you win two to three championships with this group. I, I think that's very important and it will be very important to how the Nuggets are looked back on in NBA history. Yeah. I want point. them to be looked, be looked back, back on. Yeah. I, I want this team, the Jokic Murray homegrown, not skipping steps team to be looked at like and be remembered across history, you know? Yeah. I want them to get multiple championships with this group. And then in a couple of years, Luca can come. That's how I'm looking at As it. As like a free agency ad? Or, or a trade. A sign-in trade of or, sorts? Yeah, or a trade. But just I, I, I just want just this group. Two years, 90 yeah. million. The timing lines up nicely yeah. here. I just want this group with this starting five, with how the Nuggets have built this roster to get multiple championships before... You know, they get a ring chaser like Luka yeah. Doncic in yeah. Denver. For sure. Um, I I agree completely. Mavs seem more stable. It does seem like Cuban's more out than he's been in a while. And I don't know how long he really is interested in being the owner. It seems like he's going to be out of there in a right? couple of years. So that would change things significantly. And then, yeah, their ceiling as a team is pretty limited. Like, I... I don't see a path where they're ever going to be more than like a five seed in the West, right? Probably, yeah. Like they're, that, that window was when you could have re-signed Jalen Brunson and kind of kept all your assets. And now you're in a, for lack of a better term, bastardized version of that with Kyrie in that role. And like the ceiling's limited. With Luka, yeah. you can always pull off a round one upset, but you're not a legit contender. Yeah, I don't I, see many yeah. paths to becoming a legit contender as presently constructed with the assets you have. So I do think of all the superstars, Luca probably is one of those who's looking around and being like, huh. You know, I mean, you got to remember, this kid came from Real Madrid. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we talk about title chasing. Well, it's a different culture than someone who came from Real Madrid where, like, the deck is stacked, you know? Yeah. So I, I don't think he's going to have any qualms about making a move like that or pairing up with other star players. So it'll be really interesting down the line. Yeah. Joe in the comments is saying I sound pretty entitled. Look, man, like this stuff matters to me. Championships aren't created equal. If you ask Warriors fans, they value the championships that they won without Kevin Durant more than the, the ones they won with him. How could you not? That's just how it is. And, and they should core. feel that way. Yeah. If the Nuggets got Luka Doncic and, you know, won a championship with him, this season, I would value the first championship way higher than oh. that than this one. No question. Like that's just how it is. And no like what it means to Jokic's legacy winning without an all-star winning with this team versus winning with another superstar like Luca, who maybe from an offensive standpoint takes more of the spotlight than he does. Yeah. It, it changes his legacy, his perception and yeah. How he's viewed, for sure. And Luca will never be ours. The same way KD was never quite a warrior, Luca will never feel like a nugget the way all the guys on this team feel like true nuggets. Yeah. And if Luca was in Denver with Jokic, I still think it would be Jokic's team. You know, I, I think we wouldn't see the, like, heliocentric... We, I mean, Luka Doncic is Luka Doncic. Yeah. We wouldn't see, you know, as high of a usage rate with him in Denver as he has in Dallas. Though. It'd make no sense. He would change up his play style yeah, a little yeah. bit. Of course he would. Yeah. I think it would still be Jokic's team, but it wouldn't be as much Jokic's team as it is right now. Yeah, and I mean, look, comes down to a minute, tight possession. The ball might not be in Jokic's hands as much as, as yeah. it is now. Yeah, and it's important for me, like... This is always why I've said I care about Jokic winning the MVP. I want him to win the MVP because in history, these are the things that we're going to look back on and talk to our kids about. Nikola Jokic has this many MVPs. For sure. And then we're going to have to explain why he didn't have one more, you know? Oh, that's, that's a toughie. That's right. going to be a day here. So. But, but like when I'm talking to my future kids about this era of Nuggets basketball, it would be, I think, ideal if I was talking to him about, you know, the multiple championships they won when it was Jokic's team 
and it was Jokic and Jamal Murray and the rest of the guys. And then it was Jokic and Luka, the next era. I agree completely. Yeah. That's I, how I view it. You're also in the like in this era of ba- in this era of the NBA, you are good as presently constructed. You don't necessarily have to push for that move. If some kind of seismic change occurred and the deck stacked against you, then that's where you you go all in and you make some stack deck moves yourself. Now, I don't know how the Nuggets think of it. Like, that's my view. Yeah, yeah. Nuggets management, they could look at it completely differently. They could look at it and say, why would we care about whose team it is? We're trying to just get as many championships and stack Larry O'Brien trophies. Right. They're thinking about their legacy as a... As GMs and administrators and managers and, you know, would it looks different for them. Their resume, yeah. I'm the guy who brought Luka Doncic in. I'm the guy who brought the dynasty to Denver. You know, that's different. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So maybe they would look at it differently. I, I think they would, but but that's my view on it. And the last thing I'll say is, like, we've, we've had a lot of experience in Denver talking about other all-stars coming here and playing with Nikola Jokic or just playing on the Nuggets. You know, before the Nuggets ever made the playoffs, new listeners, new fans of the, of the Nuggets won't remember this, but you know, we spent a lot of podcasts talking about what would Kyrie Irving look like in Denver? What would Paul George look Kawhi Leonard wants out of San Antonio. Yeah. What would he look like? James Harden. So we've had experience with this. There's not one of those trades you regret not making. No, obviously. I mean, obviously not. Yeah. And there's none of those trades that I feel like came close to happening, except the Kevin Love one, which it seems like what is was agreed upon, and then the Pacers pulled out Kevin Love for Gary Harris. Three-team deal with Paul George. But I think this probably has a better chance of happening than all of those. Yes. I think this yes. has a better chance of happening than – James Harden to Denver years ago or Kyrie Irving to Denver years ago. And that's because of where the Nuggets are positioned as a team, as an organization, and where, you know, how much Jokic is a guy you really would want to play with if yep. you're another superstar or star or what have you in the NBA. I mean, who wouldn't want to play with that guy? Absolutely. All right, let's hit another break. Nugget storylines on the other side. I've got some circled here that um, are in my head as we shift into the stretch run of the NBA season. We'll we'll get to those right after this. Empire Today, guys. Empire Today, they are the best place to get new flooring. So if you're looking for new floors for your home, for your business, like wherever, mm-hmm. hit up Empire Today. They've got decades of experience. They're great at what they do. They've been experts in their field and the go-to guys in Colorado forever. Uh, So we're pumped that they're with us. You can schedule a free in-home estimate today with Empire Today. Call them up. Go to empiretoday.com slash DNVR. They'll come and give you a free in-home estimate. And also, all listeners can receive $350 off when they use the promo code DNVR. So call, uh, call them up, go to empiretoday.com slash DNVR, schedule that free in-home estimate. Then you can get $350 off when you use the code DNVR when they replace your flooring. Oh, yeah. They got great customer service. They have a virtual floor designer, which is a great way to see how new floors will look in any space. Super easy. You would just upload a picture. They got this great technology that allows you to see how it would look in real time. Uh, so check these guys out if you have any flooring needs. EmpireToday.com slash DNVR. Also, American Financing. Uh, American Financing, they're saving customers an average of $854 a month by tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high interest credit card debt. So if you're looking to save money, you own a home, check out American Financing. Just give them a call. You never know how much money you could be saving, and they've got ways to save money that you probably haven't even thought about yet. 303-695-7000. Go to AmericanFinancing.net slash DNVR. These guys are the best at what they do. They pride themselves on customer service. You go to all their Google reviews, 
every one of them is great customer service, great customer service. They actually care about you. You're not just calling up some call center and trying to refinance. Right. They actually care about you. You're speaking to a real person who is going to like give you a, the time of day and, and really care about the process with you. Americanfinancing.com slash DNVR NMLS 182334 Boom. Nicely done here. All right. Back here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast presented yeah. by Bet365. Never ordinary. Harrison Wynn and Andre Simone. Let's get into some Nuggets storylines here for the stretch run. Please. My top storyline, I and, and I don't think it's like up for argument, is what does the second unit look like over the rest of the season? It's been the top storyline all year. 100%. It's been what we've talked about. A lot this season. It's been like the central topic on a lot of shows we've done. I'd wager most of them. Yeah, that's so true. What do you think happens with the second unit over the course of, you know, these final stretch of games? Um, I think Strother comes back, gets healthy. And I think when he was in the second unit earlier in the season... It like opened things up for Christian Brown. It opened things up for that whole unit to just play better and be more relaxed. And I think ideally your eight-man rotation, the three guys coming off the bench are basically the young guys and Strother, Piwot, and CB. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you you Reggie's going to be in there no matter what. You try to find the Reggie form from earlier in the season and I think that's, you know, they're desperate for offense. I'm hoping Strother can be the answer to that offensive, inj- you know, that they need it desperately. Here, so. Yeah, I agree. Offense is what's missing from the bench unit. You know, I was talking with uh, CT Fazio on Twitter earlier mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Good follow. And, you know, he was bringing up, he posted some Jamal Murray, Kentucky highlights when Jamal Murray was playing off the oh, ball uh-huh. next to Tyler Eulis and uh-huh. another guard they had. Oh. And um, I responded like, and I put out there, this is what the Nuggets are trying to recreate on the second unit by playing Jamal with another point guard. But the thing is, and the wild thing is, offensively, the only time it's worked is when Jamal's been playing next to Monte Morris. The offensive numbers, Long Jamal time. and Bruce Brown... Jamal and Reggie Jackson, they're not good. Yeah. They're they're bad actually right. compared to what we expect out of a Nuggets offense, even like in the few minutes Nicole Jokic is off the floor. Jamal and Monte Morris did work. The offensive numbers were great with those two on the floor. And I think part of it is like Monte's the most natural point guard, mm-hmm. the most traditional point guard that Denver has had in that role. Yeah, for sure. He can run an offense. He can set guys up. Yeah. The assist to turnover king, right? Yeah. But a problem with the bench is just the Murray-Reggie backcourt pairing has not worked. Yeah. yeah and really um, I'm with you. I hope that we mm-hmm. see a little bit more experimenting on the second unit throughout the rest of the regular season. I hope Strother gets another crack. Yeah. Another guy I hope gets another crack is Jalen Pickett. Well, more conventional point guard like Monte. I mean, as far as the guys on your roster, he's the one who kind of fits the bill there. Yeah. You might think I'm crazy for saying this, but I actually do believe that there is a chance that Jalen Pickett can have a Jokic-like effect on the Nuggets' second unit in terms of he can pass people open Mm -hmm. like Jokic does. Mm -hmm. He can... Get good shots for guys. That's his number one best quality. Yeah. Jalen Pickett coming out of the draft, his best quality was generating good open shots for other people. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how it would work when you've got Reggie in there, who is obviously going to be penciled in for minutes, is, is in the top eight in the playoff rotation. Yeah. But I would love to see if Jalen Pickett could create some better shots for. And better opportunities for Christian Brown, for Peyton Watson, for a Julian Strother. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's a chance that he can. And um, I just want to see a couple of games with what he looks like on the second unit. And just to see if 
that can crack the offensive code because nothing else has worked. How likely do you see that being a thing that actually happens? Him getting a shot. I think it could happen. Um, and what's crazy is you say all this. I don't think that's crazy because I went on, you know, the deep dives that many of us went on in this offseason after the picket pick was made. And I've seen all the videos. I, I kind of believe you. Yeah. Like he's that kind of player. The IQ, the vision, that's that's he gets everyone playing for each other. He's a very intriguing guy to run a second unit. Just think at this point in the season, I'm 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 worried Pickett's uh wait till twenty five you know, twenty four, twenty five. Right. I, I, I do share that view. I, I am a little worried it's it's too late. Yeah. And it, his chance might have been right before the all star break. I know. When um Colin. When Jamal Murray was out of the lineup and the Nuggets played Colin Gillespie. They sure did. They sure did. And that was that was an interesting move from Michael Malone. Yeah. Based on which guy's on the two-way contract. <laughs> Colin Gillespie, who's not even eligible to play in the playoffs. So that was really interesting. Um, yeah. To say the least. But Jalen Pickett, man, he can get Julian Strother in open three. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He can get Peyton Watson a lane to cut to the rim and dunk right. it. Right. You know? So... I, I just hope we see that over the course of the regular season. Is he a playoff guy? I mean, obviously no. Right. I mean, if he can't crack the rotation now, he'd think. But I do think that coming into the season, people with the Nuggets expected him to play more than he has. Yeah. Like I've said this on the show before. Heading into Summer League, or the word coming out of Summer League was like, who's the Nuggets backup point guard? And people around the team were like, well, it's Reggie, but like midway through the season, it might be Jalen. And that Doesn't has happen. not happened at all. Part of that is because Reggie just played great to start the year. Yeah, He's fallen off a little point. bit, but he played great to start the year. But I mean, that's why you pick up these veteran guys, you know? Yeah. You, you, you hope that they can be immediate contributors and you don't have to wait a full season before they can even see time on the court. Yeah. I mean, wasn't quite this point of the season, but a month from now is when... P-Watt started getting playing time last year. Last couple weeks of the season, As yeah. As a teenager. Yeah. So, yeah, it might be time for Pickett to get a little a little run. What's going to be interesting if he if and when he gets that shot is how he'll then coexist with that other point guard. Because right. no matter what, that second unit's going to be a two-point guard deal, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah. And I kind of hate that. Yeah. yeah. Something else with the second unit that I hope we see. Yeah. And this goes back to something I, I've been talking about all season, but just the Jamal and Reggie Jackson pairing has not worked. We need to just get to a point. The Nuggets need to get to a point where it's Michael Porter Jr. playing with the second unit more. He's the natural fit there. He's another guy who Jalen Pickett could get wide open threes for, I think. Yeah, fair. But that is the scoring boost, I believe, that can help the second unit. Like, I think Jalen Pickett can help. I don't know if I see that happening this season. Mm -hmm. Michael Porter Jr., I can see staggering with the second unit more and helping that group on offense more over the course of the rest of the year. Yeah, I've Mike's had a nice season. He's played consistently. He's played a lot. I think that kind of is the next step to Mike's game is can he have a few more stretches where he takes over as a scorer and kind of imposes himself and has, like, runs where he scores, like, nine in a row, six in a row, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he could get that run with the second unit, I'd be really intrigued to see what that looks like. Why hasn't yeah. that quite taken off yet when he does get those staggered minutes with the second unit and stuff? Is it, this, is it Jamal being part of the second unit that's kind of hurting that whole ecosystem there? Which is crazy to even say. The 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 reason why Jamal Murray plays with the bench is because Michael Malone's philosophy on this, and it's a philosophy that all time you know Hall of Fame coaches have shared. Phil Jackson, like great coaches, have had the same philosophy. I want one of my two best players on the floor at all times. Right, right. I want either right. Nikola Jokic or Jamal Murray on the floor at all times. Yeah, and that is the crux of the reason why Jamal Murray plays with the second unit. Um. So it's a real philosophy. It's worked for teams in the past. It just hasn't worked for the Nuggets. Um, 
And Michael Porter has played with the second unit in spots. And it has looked good in spots. I do. Obviously, we're going to see it in the playoffs. Like, obviously, when the rotation gets trimmed, Michael Porter is going to be playing more with the second unit. Um, and this kind of goes into another storyline I have, but fatigue. And this is actually one of my very few concerns about this team. I'm not con- concerned like long-term in the playoffs about the bench, really. Right. Um, I'm not concerned about like some other stuff that, that people have been raising alarms about, but fatigue, I actually am conscious of, especially if like the, Michael Malone continues to ride his starters as much as he has. So this kind of all also goes into yeah, you know, the second the unit. The bench has bigger repercussions for the second half of the season where you're in this tight race for the one seed, um, and you've really had to ride those starters. Yeah. So that's my other concern. Are you worried about fatigue at all with this team? The starters playing too much, really them not the- having the same amount of juice for the playoffs that they had last year. Yeah, it relates to their depth concerns. I think it's also part of why they've had these kind of low stretches that, you know, elite teams don't always have is, yeah, they're they're a little short, and Michael Malone doesn't go to the bench as much, doesn't go to a more stretched-out rotation as much. Things are pretty tight, and you rely on, you know, your starters and uh, the nucleus of your rotation a lot mm-hmm. more. And that's just uh, where it is. So, yeah, fatigue does concern me. They're also one of the teams that, you know, relies on load management the least. Yeah. And is that, could that hurt them long term? Yeah. I don't know. Another one of my concerns with that, kind of like a storyline with that, is the race for the one seed. How important is it, Harrison? So I think it is important. I do too. But I don't think the Nuggets view it as important as they viewed it last year. Fair, fair. And because part of, the of that experience they have. Well, yes, they won on the road in the playoffs, and part of that is also they locked up the one seed like a month before the season ended, and right. that's just not going to be the case this year. Right. They're going to be in a battle until the end with Minnesota, with the Thunder, maybe with the Clippers too. Yeah. So with the fatigue factor, with the discussion about the bench, how much do they push for a one seed? How much do they go all out for it? Or are they content sitting like in the 3-4 spot if that means more rest? That That is something I think is going to be really interesting to see over these next two months isn't the sweet spot more like a top two seed so you get home court in the second round too Mm -hmm. and you avoid like you know you avoid peskier opponents like the suns round one Mm -hmm. right the four or five right now is nugget suns that's intense yeah three six is what the mavs Clippers, Pelicans. The Mavs are in the seventh spot right now. Pellies I could handle. Yeah, that. so that's the tier. Like, the top three seed is kind of a key. I think I'm with you there. Like, you don't want four brutal rounds. You you can survive with, okay, look, we had to deal with Luca or, yeah. or the Pellies who are a bit, you know, have, present their issues round one. It wasn't a breeze, but, like, it wasn't an all-out war against, like, a legit title contender. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that's a great point. I would not want to play the Suns first round. Yeah. So I think if I'm the Nuggets, I push for top three. Mm -hmm. I think that's what they'll do as well. But I don't think there's going to be this focus on the one seed like there was last year. Yeah, and I mean, the teams at the top, like Minnesota and OKC, they're so young where it's like... The advantage they get with home court, you can offset with your experience. Yeah, The Clippers are such playoff chokers. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm too concerned about home court, how that shakes out. You're not worried about the Clippers at all? Not not, not at all, but... Um, yeah, they don't, they don't scare me a ton. Yeah. They don't scare me a ton. I think push comes to shove. They'll, they'll wilt in the clutch and... Uh, you know, I think Jokic and these Nuggets are very 
Kansas City Chiefs Mahomes-esque where it's like, yeah, in crunch time, it's really hard to beat these guys. All right, let's hit a final break. One more storyline I want to ask you about on the other side, and then we got some super chats as well. Guys, if you're not a DMVR diehard, you are missing out. Come on now. You get so many great perks from being a DNVR diehard. First of all, you get access to the round tables that we do on the DNVR.com, the DNVR Nuggets guys. Tons of knowledge and, and tons of insider info is getting dropped in those round tables every week. You can only read those on the DNVR.com if you're a diehard. You also get 20% off all events, 20% off all merch. You get a free shirt or hat from the DNVR locker every single year. It's amazing. It's every year. So you can go to the DNVR.com, sign up, seven bucks a month. It's a great deal. You get discounts at the bar too if you're local. Yeah, I mean, if you plan on like buying two shirts, attending one event, and coming to the bar like once all year, it's paid for itself. If you plan on buying like four shirts because the Nuggets are going to repeat, I need my championship gear, this, that, and the other. You plan on coming to the bar several times, plan on attending a couple events, then, I mean, you're really saving a lot of money and you're supporting us and you're getting all the exclusive content and access to the Die Hard Lounge. There's nothing better. Absolutely. Uh, also, if you want to watch the Nuggets, Fubo TV. Do it. That's the place to do it. I've got Fubo. I love it. Dude. I can watch it on my phone, so iPad, great. computer. Yeah. Thousand hours of cloud DVR included at no extra cost. Mm-hmm. Um, crystal clear picture too. It's really nice. It doesn't feel like you're watching on one of those streaming sites. So go to FuboTV.com slash DNVR. You can get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro by going to that link. You can hit that QR code right there on the screen as well. They got Altitude, Nuggets games, Avs games, tons of sports as well. 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. FuboTV.com slash DNVR. Let's go. All right, we're back. Final segment, DNVR Nuggets podcast presented by Bet365, Never Ordinary. The MVP race is awfully quiet right now compared to years past. Yeah, what's going on there? Do you think the MVP race Philly's plays... toxicity is just uh, quieted for us? Well, that's, that's the main reason why MB's not in it anymore. <laughs> the OKC market isn't as loud as Philly on their SGA love, huh? Yeah. But um, do you think the MVP race becomes a bigger storyline? Do you think it affects the Nuggets or Nikola Jokic in any way? over the course of the rest of the season. I think they've I think it helps that there hasn't been much buzz thus far. You know, Yoke is a defending champion, I think will be even um better at handling kind of ignoring that and his eyes is on the prize. He's a team guy first. That's what matters to him. And they'll be in this like heated race for the one seed. So I kind of think all that will distract them to where it won't become as much of a thing. What yeah. do you think? I don't see it becoming a big deal. You know, last year it definitely affected the Nuggets. We know it affected Jokic a little bit, just some of the talking points coming out of it. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's going to be contentious this year. Mm-hmm. I don't really see it being a storyline that we have to think about. Yeah, aside from figuring out the bet, last year there was the MVP and we were still worried about Jamal and obviously there's, you know, can they do can they actually do it? Yeah. Hanging over our head. Now it's more like, yeah, they got to figure out the bench. Yeah. It's just <laughs> it, like a little it, more chill. It's so funny, man. The it feels like nationally everybody is Higher on the Nuggets. I know. I know. Usually it's flipped. I wanted to ask you, like, that Larry Bird clip, when's that from? That's from All-Star Weekend. He Because he doesn't seem like, oh, the Nuggets are on that three-game losing stretch. The world is falling and right? He's like, no, they've taken over for the Warriors as the team for me to watch in the NBA. These standard holders. And that's the thing. They look so good early in the year. So good. That I'm... You know, it's easy to freak out and we, you guys do a daily podcast and that's part of the job is analyzing every single day. Yeah. I just hope this was like a lull and they get back in the swing of things and kind of find their A form trending at the right time and everything's fine. You know, what's funny about 
the little bit of panic that I sensed from Nuggets fans with the Nuggets going into the All-Star break on a three-game winning streak. Uh-huh. You know who went into the All-Star break on a four-game winning streak? The New York Knicks, who everybody is still head over heels for. Really? The Knicks have lost four in a row? They're, they've lost four in a row, and they are banged up like the Nuggets. And they have a lot more holes. Like, Knicks fans should be far more concerned. Right. Than but, but like, the, the Knicks have been the bell much. of the ball all season. They have. I mean, and that's, again, like... But you would never know they're on a four-game losing streak right now. That's crazy. I didn't realize that at all. I've probably lost money on a few of those, actually. <laughs> um, I, was, I was riding that high with Bing Bong. It, yeah. I mean, you're doing it. You live, you're going to practice right after this. So yeah. I think it's harder to have that perspective of, like, yeah, it's an 82-game regular season. I, I'm expecting the Nuggets to come out and beat the Wizards. Easily. What a hot day. On Thursday. Put the mortgage on it, guys. Five pepper take. <laughs> That's right. Harrison thinks they're dominating the Wizards. It's happening. Wow. Yeah. But uh, I, I expect and I predict that a lot of the concerns around the Nuggets will go on the back burner for a little bit coming out of this all-star break. I need some I need some Strother threes. I'd love some picket minutes. He's not shooting it great from three this year, though, Strother. No, it's true. And actually, we think it's we think of the, Julian Strother, the floater, yeah. how it's moments. We think but. of him as this unbelievable shooter, and I think he is a very good yeah. shooter. He has some terrible misses for being a quote unquote great shooter. I think his release is a little low, but that's for another day. I think he. I think <laughs> we haven't heard the last from Julian Strother God, I either. Hope so. Let's get to super chats. We got two, I think, before we get out of here. Good to us. And we're the old thumbs up guys. Mile High Singh, Luca on the Nuggets. They run the West for five to seven years. That team would be a super team. With that being said, how would this trade affect Jamal Murray? Well, I, Jamal I, I'm Murray. not going to lie. I have gone on the trade machine and uh, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter for Luca and Tim Hardaway Jr. F- checks out. Yeah, I mean, and from a basketball stand, like, I hate to break it to you guys, but Jamal isn't your, like, super anyone. sixth man. Like, uh, if Luca comes, Jamal's the piece that goes. Um, five to seven years, would there ever have been a better duo in NBA history that could, like, age? Like, the perfect old man game. Oh, my God, man. Right? You're it's right. like a Duncan Ginobili-esque. It's like they could play into their late 30s. Doing the same shit they did in their 20s. You're kind of right about that. I haven't thought about that. Oh, man. This is a like you're right. 32 and up type plan. I, I will say something that I think Luka, a Luka Jokic team would have is a higher, if it's possible, a higher regular season floor than the Nuggets have. You know, they already have one of the highest regular season floors because Jokic yeah. just delivers greatness practically every single night having luca to work off of does decrease those margins and increase your they would have such a high regular season for running the west yeah like absolutely and they're both like walking 48 games with like g league four g leaguers starting next to them right like more so than anyone else in the league those are the two guys who you're like yeah give them four g leaguers they're probably getting you to the playoffs yeah I mean, Braxton Key could slot in at four. Wow. <laughs> I mean, hopefully that doesn't happen. But, like, Luka, Jokic with, I don't know, some defensive guys like AG, Pwop. Yeah. Mm. I, I said it earlier. I don't I don't want this trade for another year or two. Here's I don't want it for another year or two. Guy. I want another couple of championships with this current team. That's right. Uh, Cedric Exquisite, our guy, Lukic. Glad to see you, fellas. Nice. Glad to see you too, man. What does the kitty cat laughing emoji mean? How's that different from normal face emoji laughing? You know, you'd have to ask Cedric. Okay. Ced- he seems Cedric, to, if you care to be a fan of it. <laughs> to sh- share with me. I'd love to know, you know. Uh, that's going to do it for us today, though. Thanks for hanging out well, with us, guys. Fun. If you could, throw us a quick thumbs up if you're watching in the chat there. Only 69 thumbs up. Come on, man. Hey, Come oh, on, guys. That's a fine number, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to get trolled by Eric. I'm going to be trolled by Adam. Boat's too nice to troll me, but he's probably inside. He's thinking, like, ah, Drake could only get 69 likes. 
I beg you to help me get my numbers up for this show because uh, I think it was because you mispronounced those guys. Uh, are, fuck, I'm gonna Vulcan. hear about that for a while. And the one and the one guy who lived 18 years in Europe, and I managed to do that. So good for me. Good for me. Uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. Let's this go. time with a show. We'll have a Nuggets practice to talk about. I'm sure some other news and notes. And then Thursday, the Wizards in town. Harrison Wynn thinks the Nuggets will win. So, wow, you might want to tune in for that. Aggregate that. (laughs) I dare you. Aggregate that. I dare you. Uh, Guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. Talk to you, though. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.